0: All right, all right. Play
1: game. Welcome uh, to Cord Killers Reckoning. The world of entertainment is turned upside down, and we're just trying to find out how to watch the stuff where we want, how we want, what we want, whenever we want. I'm Tom Merritt. Where's the good stuff, Brian?
0: i'll tell you where it probably is is in florida according to (laughs) grand theft auto 6 justin would you like to chime in
2: (laughs) uh i i just love florida man florida is the best it's my home state and i'm so excited to return to vice city in uh uh, grand theft auto six what a great trailer with with a florida man narrating it the late tom petty
1: Ah, so y'all guys, y'all guys. That's like what my nephew used to say when he was like three years old. Um, You're you're excited about the video game, the the device city. The whole internet's aflame about the video game.
2: Vice City has a very uh, uh, important hold on my heart because it came out right as I was uh, in college when I'd left home for the first time to go to college. The first Vice City came out, and so I remember playing that game possibly under a. The influence and uh, and feeling homesick while shooting rival gang members because Mm -hmm. uh, even then, Rockstar did a very very good job of modeling real neighborhoods uh, and that yeah I can name you the places that they are at in that trailer uh, because they have done a very very good job of recreating iconic Miami spots and neighborhoods. Uh.
0: it, it it is a little bit wild to see a similar thing happening as Austin and and the incoming uh, so-called Austin uh, San Antonio Metroplex is evolving mm-hmm. like 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 to recognize your own your own home city, uh, but but I suspect that Tom that's something that you is is not novel to you.
1: You, you mean recognizing Los Angeles in a video game? No, <laughs> not particularly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's what I was dancing around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no, you're right. It, it was way more exciting to see St. Louis in a movie when I was growing up. It was pretty exciting to live in D.C. for the first time and then occasionally see Washington, D.C. in a political thriller uh, living in L.A., you still see L.A. all the time. What get, what gets you excited in L.A. in a movie or TV show or video game is when something you know shows up, right? Like not, oh, there's the palm trees. There's the Santa Monica Pier, the, the stuff that everybody always shows. But you're like, wait, that's like two doors down from my house that's, or that's the park I that, always go to. Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that, That's my
2: favorite restaurant. That, that yeah, was, yeah.
1: There, there was that summer of...
2: Uh, Oakland movies while I was living in Oakland uh where it was uh sorry to bother you blind spotting and black panther that all had Oakland yeah. set scenes and blind spotting and uh, I think you should leave were shot in Oakland uh and and I think you should leave specifically it was like uh, apparently me and Boots Riley hang out at the same places because we just <laughs> it was it was all these places that I Not uh, I think you should leave
1: it's so- sorry, yeah, to, bother sorry to bother you sorry yeah, to bother yeah, yeah.
2: you not I think you should leave Everybody's naming things
1: after phrases. <laughs> yeah, the same I don't know. sentiment. I can't yeah. even keep track. Yeah, uh, but yeah, when when uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood played in the theater uh, in the Valley that I went to, uh, they showed Casa Vega, which is an institution here in the Valley, uh, and everybody cheered at that part. Right, the whole thing is set in L.A. Nobody cared about the rest of it, but they're like, hey, that's our cool local restaurant. You know, so yeah. Uh, well, Brian, I I feel like we always want to supply people with the good television and movie info. So what do you say we go on a supply run?
0: You know what? Normally I'd say no, but I for know some today, I'm feeling like uh, a <laughs> supply run. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, straight to the point. That's what I like about that transition. <laughs> Sony has been emailing users to let them know that some maybe most, Discovery television content that Sony users bought from the PlayStation Store will be removed from their libraries after December 31st. Well, here's what they wrote. Here's why. Due to our content licensing agreements with content providers, you will no longer be able to watch any of your previously purchased Discovery content and the content will be removed From your video library. And then there's a link to a page that lists a few thousand shows that are affected. Uh, So not only did you not own that video, apparently neither did Sony. Uh, Despite this being the horror story that people bandy about, uh, this doesn't happen that often. It has happened to Sony twice in the last two years. There was a Studio Canal. Uh, licensing agreement expired and some Austrian and German users uh, lost some shows. But this one's a little bit bigger and it's a little more widespread, uh, which I think makes it all the more significant, especially because Sony just sent a note saying this stuff's going away December 30th. Um, Thanks. No, no apology. No. Here's something we'll do to make it up to you. Here's a workaround. Nothing.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, and and boy, uh, is there going to be a stern talking to to Sony's chief acquisition counsel Barry Zuckerkorn, from Arrested Development? <laughs> that was not a great contract. However, uh, I do think that it's very indicative of the future of Hollywood. We have gone through the phase where an old model of distribution crumbled in terms of the bundle. the the cable bundle that was the dominant way that people uh, did things as well as movies. Everything collapsed into this idea of streaming. Initially you saw everybody and their mother want to become the owner of your entire consumer experience because they had content they could feed in. And now we are entering post strikes, the reality that will be the reality for the next five years Uh, studios realizing We make money selling to other people. Sometimes it's ourselves, but many other times we sell to others. And so that's why you're going to see very awkward moments like this, where Sony's real vested interest is being as cutthroat in these contracts for themselves going forward. They made bad deals here, and they're just that. That's why you're not seeing an, an apology. You're not seeing a a a offer to do refund this is just the new normal it's awkward it's weird but that's just the reality
1: and and i know you know this justin but just in case some people listening are a little confused this isn't a sony streaming service right this isn't like oh these discovery shows used to be on netflix and now they're disappearing these are shows people paid for purchase they paid a couple of dollars per episode uh and had them in their library and now sony is saying uh sorry we didn't actually own them, neither did you, and so we don't actually have uh, the right to keep them going. And like like you said, Justin, it, it was not a very good deal that Sony entered into. Uh, and certainly, you, if you want to put blame on somebody as a, as a user, you can blame Warner Brothers Discovery as much as Sony for exercising this contract and and saying you know and it's saying to people who paid money that they got sorry uh we're gonna cut you off from being able to view these anymore keep in mind too that before we carry on that sony stopped offering these for sale a few years ago sony has said we'll let you keep your library but we're not going to run the store anymore so this is a moribund store which might have something to do with Warner Brothers Discovery saying, "Ah, well, we're not going to license you the, the rights to let people watch this stuff anymore.
0: Wait, uh, uh, th- th- there's two parts of this that uh, strike me. W- one is that you and I, Tom, have been predicting this problem for a very, very long time. It's like, what is the difference between having streaming access to a movie and actually owning the movie or owning a copy of the movie? And, and we've seen people As recently as two weeks ago, hitting us up with a Blu ray stories and so on. However, uh, Justin, uh, I recently was not able to find the video that you and I did for discovery of us swimming with manatees. Mm. And like,
2: which for those of you who are not following Brian and I's life story uh, second by second, that was uh a sponsored content for toyota made through discovery correct
0: as as part of discovery vr yeah and uh i i, I totally thought it would be as simple as day like
2: let me just find the thing Pop, boop.
0: uh apparently can't find the thing
2: well and that's weird because it's it's publicly available content that was free content for for everybody in this case the reason why it's happening is because of money, because the, the contracts that are going to be written from now on are going to be built for the next five years. The contract that that licensing agreement was done on was for a bygone era where everybody wanted to have their own store. Everybody wanted to collect their own data. Everybody was looking for some level of customer acquisition, be it on a streaming platform or through a, a, a store. They're almost to a man out of that business. There's a handful of players who still want to be the 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 gatekeepers for stuff like that. Everybody else just wants to populate the store shelves, and uh, I Sony is certainly going to be one of them.
1: Yeah, and I don't know what the the licensing deals are with the other platforms that are out there: Voodoo, Google, yeah. Apple, Amazon. Uh, but you rarely see stuff disappear from them. It, 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 is, it, it is extremely rare. And, and I know people say, this is why you shouldn't buy on these platforms. Uh, and I get that because it can happen, right? We're seeing it. But... The good deal says, hey, when someone uh, buys this from our store, they will get continual access, you know, barring servers or the world falling apart. Right. Sony clearly didn't do that uh, in this case. My guess is, and I'm totally guessing, is that there was a little break on the rate. Sony got to keep a little more of the purchase price. Uh, if they signed a essentially a streaming deal, right? Discovery said, well, you know, that's the best price we can do for you to sell it to your users. But, you know, we could actually rework it under a we could we could treat this as if it's streaming and then give you uh, continual renewals as long as you, you pay a little bit. And at the time, Sony might have looked at the math and said, well, as long as we do this many sales a year, uh, it'll be worth it to keep more of the initial sales. And how long is this thing going to last anyway? We don't even know versus building it for long term, which is I imagine what Apple did. Uh, to say like no these licensing deals need to be ex- essentially permanent for our users
2: i applaud your entry into my new boardroom fan fiction contest and i will uh, uh also add in this possible scenario this isn't really about any kind of strategy on the part of warner brothers discovery or sony that that these deals probably Not now have, it's not yeah yeah on some level have an out and the deal the the pulling out of this deal or 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 forcing us to the point that we are at right now has more to do with deals that Warner Brothers Discovery wants to make going forward to oh, yeah. sell exclusivity or uh, uh whatever going forward. Now, what that back door was, how perfunctory they are, maybe. Google and Apple and everybody else also has some kind of, uh, uh, you know, um, emergency termination release cord.
1: Well, um, and if the, I guess the big difference would be Sony's not operating a store anymore, so they don't have money coming into a store, and if Warner Brothers Discovery is saying, yeah. "You got to pay write this check if you want to keep it for another year." Sony would go, "No, we're not going to do that. We'll take the hit, right?" Whereas Apple and Google and Amazon and Voodoo, they're all operating their stores, so even if they have the same similar kind of of licensing agreement, it they can they can keep covering the cost of it.
2: And and the fact that you know, maybe the fact that the store is an opening is part of the the execution of that deal, that you got to have a functioning store for us to you know honor the ability that that anybody who ever bought it can even see it. We just we just want uh, uh, to control our content. Now- but that is something that that I think for anybody who is a huge purist of buy a physical copy or you don't ever own it, that is a reality because controlling the content here is, I think, an outlier story but it is still a part of this story and you should acknowledge it.
1: And it's something with the PlayStation store that you couldn't download it. Uh, Whereas with other stores, you can download it. It might be DRMs. You might have to crack the DRMs. So that's another uh, essential part of this. And with movies, they created movies anywhere where even if your platform goes away, like like Sony's is, your movies yeah. stay on other platforms as long as you've linked it up. I have things I bought from Target. I have things I bought from, God, platforms I can't even remember their name anymore. Uh, but they are still in my library because I linked them to Movies Anywhere, and then they got shared to Apple, Google, Vudu, all the ones that you linked up. There is no equivalent for TV Brian, do you think there should be? Should there be a way to be able to just like, I want to buy a TV show and be able to keep it?
0: To be honest, I think I might legitimately, and and I know this is heresy, I might be over owning anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might be into the idea of I want this thing now. Like if, if you had to choose between owning things And being able to get anything you want so long as you paid an entrance fee again and again and again and again. Uh, I I, I think I'd be on the... Let half have that.
1: Yeah, I kind of always looked at buying a TV show as a long-term rental, right? I could, I, I could, I could basically pay a dollar ninety-nine for an episode of a TV show and know I'll get to watch it for a long time. Whereas if I rented a movie, I only get to watch it for you know twenty-four hours or a week at best. I, I also think that
2: for us, uh, a lot of our. History was shaped by that golden age of DVD binge television, the same model that uh, that created Netflix, which then created the idea of all these other competing streaming services where owning a Battlestar Galactica box set, owning a lost box set, owning a Gilmore Girls box set meant something Like, Mm -hmm. like that was something that was cultural currency. It said something about you. You shared it with your friends like a good book. And we are so long past that, that now we are at the tail end echo of that revolution where we had 7,000 television shows produced in in the last year before the strike. And now we're going to find out what happens after that Chicago fire. Yeah.
1: And, and in music, it's already moved past the idea of owning music, oh. unless you just want to have a physical object because you're such a fan. Otherwise... You just know, like, well, pretty much all the music's on Spotify, Apple Music, title, etc. cetera, right? You, people don't even worry about, oh, well, what if the music disappears from Spotify? The answer is, I'll go to another service that has it. And it's been interesting to see with all the Spotify rap stuff where artists
2: are out and out saying, don't stream this if you're a fan of mine, buy it. Buy a version of it and and that's that's what actually makes me money now if you're a mega hit artist then uh, you, you you have a huge you know and, and in terms of information uh, uh clout and visibility these streaming services still mean the world but uh, uh it is it is interesting to see the the economics now that we are moving past the era of uh you know milk and honey everybody's looking out for the uh, looking out for their own bottom line
1: I will say too, that if you are one of the people saying, well, I recommend to people buy it on Blu-ray, if you want to make sure that you you have it, buy, buy a physical disc, that is good advice, but it's also more expensive, not just in money, but in time. Yeah. You have to obtain the thing. You have to keep the thing. You have to keep track of the thing. You have to rip the thing. You have to, you know, have, have a, have an archive of your videos. Uh, I'm not saying it isn't worth it, but it's not a thing that everybody has the wherewithal to do. I mean, owning physical media was such an onerous pursuit. It created a
2: furniture industry. Yeah, Right. <laughs> you had you had to think about more furniture that you needed to go buy because the warehousing of this physical media
1: demanded it. I've got I've got a CD bookshelf to my left. You
2: literally have it right behind yeah. you. It's your yeah. it's your backdrop. You yeah. have a gigantic it's right there.
1: Bookshelf. It's it has a few CDs on it. I'm using it for pretty much nothing to do with CDs anymore. Though. Yeah. Uh, well, Brian, uh, we will never remove Cord Killer's content from anybody's machines, right?
0: Oh, although, like, what if we did? What if we just, like, kind of vaguely made reference to the idea of us deleting everything we've done for the last 15 years? That'd be a real shame, wouldn't it? It seems like the only way to make sure 100% that we're here forever and ever and ever would be for people to, you know, become one of our bosses.
2: Yeah,
1: Uh, that is how we become immortal.
2: Yeah. Patreon.com slash Cord Killer, since either of you guys are going to say it. And I just want to make sure that everyone knows this is not blackmail. They're not saying that you need to become a patron or else they're going to delete all of the archives. No. You'll never be able to hear any new episodes. or old so it's you not blackmail. I'm so at glad. All. Yes.
0: Okay. I'm glad you said it so I, I don't have to. Yeah. Blackmail would be like us asking for $15 an episode.
2: No. Uh, that
0: kindness kind, yeah.
2: would be. Now you can give $15 an Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. Yeah. At yeah. patreon.com slash killers. But that's totally unconnected from whether or not all the episodes I, are going to be. I
0: least. don't even know if the system can handle that. But I do know that definitely it can yeah. handle $3 and 45 cents per episode sure. to
1: keep us alive. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I not mean, we're blackmail. not, it's not a threat that we will die uh, if you don't give it to us. It's no. not blackmail that we're going to delete all our episodes, but it is a route to immortality. You will live forever. You know what? We can't say that. Yep.
0: Because the only people who are gonna complain are people gonna be dead.
2: No. <laughs> they 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 ain't got a post office box, you know, on the other live, side. So
0: live forever. Yeah. Whatever.
1: There, there are no people who don't support our Patreon and Fox Patreon.com
2: slash cord killers.
1: Let's get to the search party.
0: Search party, search party, search party, search party. Hey, where's my party?
1: (laughs) It's right here. Uh, Amazon shared a trailer for its Fallout series coming to Prime Video April 12th. Ella Purnell, you might know her from Yellow Jackets, uh, stars as Vault 33 dweller Lucy. Vault 33 in the series will be in Los Angeles. Uh, It's set 200 years after nuclear war. Lucy is the daughter of Overseer Hank, played by Kyle McLaughlin of uh, Twin Peaks fame, uh, the mayor-like figure of Lucy's Vault 33. And we'll get the original story of Vault Boy, apparently, as part of this. Uh, Walton Goggins plays the ghoul. He cut off his own... Oh, I'm told that's just makeup, but he doesn't have a nose, <laughs> just like the ghoul. Uh, the series was created by Westworld creators Nolan and Lisa Joy. Brian, I know this one's dear to your heart. Did you watch the trailer? Uh, Yeah. I, I
0: Turns out, I'm I'm learning a lot about how to run the board, and so I I have not seen it as uh, outside of what which is a gigantic right upset.
2: It shows you how much Brian has cared about rebuilding this studio that he has not watched what is clearly content made exclusively for him.
0: I mean, okay, if you want to get real, yes, like 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 this is one of the most precious properties in my entire life. So, uh, how they handle it matters an awful lot to me uh which also kind of weirdly and and maybe maybe this is just me but but it's like am i the only one who uh uh who who have to adapt sorry uh, am i the only one who worries about looking too close into the eyes of god on this kind of thing
2: what don't Don't you have faith since they, they they just you know you you really enjoyed um Westworld, Last of Us,
1: right? Oh, 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 Last of Us, yeah. Good example of turning a video game into a good television series. And 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 to some. And who's running this one? Lisa uh, Joy and uh, the Nolan guy from Westworld. The other
2: Nolan, the other Nolan.
1: So we're closer. The
2: American to... Nolan. Isn't it weird that their brothers and one has an American accent and the other has a British accent? Yeah, it's suspicious.
0: Closer to like Westworld, territory. maybe
2: season one Westworld. Okay, they created I know. all the seasons, not just I know, the latest. But ones. let's focus on season one. Yeah, Tom. yeah. No,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, don't don't just think of the most recent season. Think back. Well,
2: yeah, yeah. Let's go to the ones that were comprehensible. Okay, like, uh,
1: if,
0: if, if we could do an hour of you two torturing me, because because yes, you are correct. This property means a lot to me. Uh, I am I am I am on edge as far as how it will be. So peg
2: it, peg it, now. Where is your expectation now of how you will feel after watching the first season in full? How will you how do you expect you're going to like it? Do you have high hopes? Do you have low hopes?
0: I'd hate to put it so simply, but I'm just gonna compare it to Silo. Silo was very, very
1: good. And, and the trailer makes it look like Silo, even though that's what Fallout looks like. It, it's not trying to look like Silo, but Silo looked very Fallout. Tom? We're,
0: no, no we're, come on. Give
2: us a number. Give us a number. One out of ten.
0: Uh, oh, man. So this way,
2: the Court Killers audience can track your feelings.
1: I trust it. Six out of ten.
2: Okay. Tom, what about you're, you? You are you're, 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 you're fair to Midland
1: fair to midland exam my dad used to say that all the time um I don't know this I I don't have the connection to the game that you have uh so I have none of that baggage and I'm looking at it going seven out of ten like looks pretty great got a good good team behind it you know cast wise um mm-hmm. but I think I think silo didn't do it any favors by doing a really good TV show uh and so it will be compared to it whether that's fair or not what about you Justin uh-
2: Two, <laughs> two. I, I, well, I don't care about the video game. I, I was not a huge fan of uh, Westworld, and uh, uh, I, I pretty much hated everything. I like everybody who did it. I, I it has I, to do with it. I really, really <laughs> like Walton Goggins. I think Kyle mclaughlin is a good actor in spots, but he's got to be put in the right position to really, really excel. I don't think he makes a role. I do think Walton Goggins makes a role but that man also takes a paycheck. So like not every Walton Goggins, uh, uh, not everyone is created equal. Well, I think he will always excel. Yeah. If there's one thing that I will tell you is if he's the main villain of this, he's going to be a great main villain because I don't think he will undersell this.
0: Well, and, and, if, if you have watched Invincible, then you can also uh, back his play as a hero as well. I mean, Walt Goggins is uh, just incredible uh, across the spectrum.
1: Well, and this is also uh, yeah. the, other, the other part that we haven't talked about is, is this is on Amazon, right? So we got great actors. We've got what looks like in the trailer, great cinematography. Uh, we have people who created a great season one of Westworld and you're on Amazon where your mileage may vary, but, they definitely have created the boys. They have definitely created uh upload is really good. Um, they, they, they what was the William Gibson spinoff? Um, that, uh, that, I'm that I'm,
2: not Wheel of Time? The,
1: Was it Wheel of no, Time? That, not, that's not William Gibson. That's, for, that's not, no. <laughs> but they did also create Wheel of Time. They um, what what of
0: about time. the one with the Hobbits? Did Did Amazon? They also do that.
1: did, and that's the thing. It's like they also did the Lord no, of the Rings about TV about the series. Did they do that one? Too? They did do the Expanse. The Expanse. Okay. Is the Expanse is, is really good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. but All I mean, right. I think I think Amazon's reputation from Peripheral. Thank like, you, Cliff Singer. From from my point of view as a consumer, is that if you they are good at not giving notes. And so that means that you're going to get some stuff like the boys that will probably push. Like if you look at other Rogan produced superhero stuff, that's obviously where they want to go. They have a budget and they have a a, a free reign to do things with the boys that they exactly want to do. But then you also sometimes get a ship without a rudder, like rings of power. And you're like, what are we
1: even doing here? Yeah. The quality level of the production budgets are always good. Yes, <laughs> the quality level, you know, of 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 the creative content is up to the creators. Is is kind yeah, of yeah. You're gonna you're gonna get a lot of money and not a
2: lot of studio execs poking their nose yeah, in. And yeah. saying, this looks like garbage. And I think they
1: pick quality people, right? They they don't do a lot of
2: pay okay. they, yeah. they pick- top dollar for quality so people. So whenever
1: you see even Lord rings of power you look at it and you're like okay these are these are people with a, a good resume right um Speaking of uh, sequels and uh, shows and and production houses and networks with good resumes, HBO released a trailer for season two of House of the Dragon, which will come back this summer. No, no specific date yet, uh, but we are we are getting the second season of what I thought was a pretty successful prequel run uh, in season one. Uh, but it's tough because you kind of know where it's going. So to keep it interesting, they're going to have to pull some tricks out.
2: Brian, what was your thoughts on uh, House of the Dragon? Man, my first thought was,
0: Justin, what's your thoughts on House of the Dragon? (laughs) And you said, I wouldn't bother. No. And then I remember being like, I felt this peace come over me. And I was like, yeah, that's why you're a good friend.
2: I didn't say that. I I thought it was good uh, methadone. For Game of Thrones <laughs> I thought it it gave Just a bunch of people Kind of half whispering Very intensely in a room With a bunch of candles I was like I didn't realize I missed that so much I really enjoy that on a, like on a Sunday It just feels like it's bringing my week like Into a state of renewal My problem with House of the Dragon Is that I don't know how they're cutting this story up I know obviously there's a lot of fraught Uh, decisions that have to be made in terms of how closely you're hewing to the story because of how game of Thrones ended and the critical reaction to it. But boy, was I left underwhelmed by the finale of house of the dragon. I thought it was, you know, a, 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 a story beat that I would have wanted you know, not to end a season like I, I wanted a few scenes after that because it wasn't that big of a cliffhanger. Uh, uh I, I felt like I don't know. So, um, um, optimistic. It it is one of the shows that was allowed to keep shooting during the writer's strike. So uh, I don't know whether that makes it, you know, hampered in some way, but uh, more quiet, whispered. Uh, stuff in candles and candle rooms i really was actually upset with house the dragon as soon as they killed the crab man they had a crab man that i thought was a really cool villain yeah and he was gonna be like the mini villain of this season i'm like oh that's a great i forgot game of thrones was really good at just introducing like oh he's dingle of flinglesham and he's got like half a wolf coming out of his eye and he's gonna kill a character that you kind of like I'm like like oh crab man's going to be he's going to be the season uh, uh villain.
1: Nah, and then they killed him and it's like, "Oh, I wanted more Crab Man." Yeah. That's uh, it's every Red Lobster diner ever. Uh <laughs> Rob Reiner says a sequel to This Is Spinal Tap is set to start filming at the end of February uh with guest appearances from Paul McCartney, Elton John, Garth Brooks and a few other surprises uh the whole original spinal tap crew is on board Christopher Guest Michael McKean Harry Shearer uh they will all be back to return in their roles
0: this is a weird one because it's like like i'm 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 not going to be on the record of saying like i don't want the very very last squeeze of the juice however uh you know what? I I am gonna go on the record. I don't want the last squeeze of the okay.
2: I'm with you. Uh I think we are now coming up on a decade of pet cemetery entertainment <laughs> where we take a beloved old thing, we bury it in a pile of money, it comes back, and, and as we learn at pet cemetery, sometimes dead is better. Uh but if there is something that you can theatrically play off exactly the way that you're describing it, Brian. It's Spinal Tap, a band that in the original movie goes through 90 different phases before they land on heavy metal. I think that there's a lot of places you could take it. Uh, uh, and also, we we kind of forget that there was an entire 15, 20 years of Christopher Guest movies that riffed off the Spinal Tap idea of that improv you talking about everything improv, from um, best
0: in show yeah, yeah. And, and, Guffman,
2: yeah. and yeah
1: i uh, would also yeah, like I to i think rob reiner uh in this interview went to great lengths to say we weren't going to make a sequel to spinal tap unless we had a good idea and we think we had a good idea Every sequel says this and I'm not, yep. you know, I'm not, I'm not saying he's the first one to say it. Cause they always leave out and somebody would buy it and pay for it. Yeah. They, yeah. There's that too. It, guess, since 81,
2: but, but uh, the time we, where we didn't
1: happened. get, this is spinal tap because they thought they wanted to make a funny movie alone. We got this is spinal tap because they were making fun of the rock scene taking itself too seriously. Yeah. And so the reason we're afraid that maybe this isn't a good idea if they're doing it right, will be what they make fun of. If they're doing it right, this will be a parody and satire of all of the Pet cemetery style like rejuvenations of the past decade, making fun of the fact that the Rolling Stones are still touring, that Paul McCartney yeah. is putting out another Beatles song. So I I feel once I thought about it that way, I'm like, oh, OK, if that's the entryway they take and they're just making fun of the fact that we're even getting another This Is Spinal Tap movie, then I, I think that could be genius. Tom, um,
0: I I. I think you spoke many, many important words, but none was more important than one word.
1: If. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that goes for everything, right? Uh, Like it, we don't know what it's going to be. Right.
2: I mean, it's really, again, talented people.
1: Yeah. Uh, Comedy's
2: hard. Yeah. It doesn't often age, but. I'm I'm sure. I'm I'm, I'm in for it. Rob Uh, Reiner.
1: Final tap. Smell the glove. Rob Reiner, Christopher Guest, Michael McKean, and Harry Shearer are going to make a great fallout. (laughs) Uh, We also got a trailer for Furiosa, a prequel-ish, I guess, uh, in the Mad Max universe, coming May 24th, starring Anya Taylor-Joy as the younger version of Charlize Theron's Furiosa, and Chris Hemsworth as Dementus. Uh, here. Oh, look at that I already have
0: it I'm I'm great I'm great at this
1: that. okay but we what do you what do we think did did either of you see it see the trailer I
2: did I did uh uh I I'm really excited for the musical number where dr Dementis does parody songs but uh <laughs> uh look I mean, it looks amazing it looks it looks electric it it, it looks exactly uh like the, the the first movie uh it it, it is uh a, a a week one, uh, go see it theater a theatrical experience for me, and considering they're recasting at least Furiosa, maybe you know Chris Hemsworth plays a character that we might have already known. Uh, that's really really uh, amazing. I think they did a great job casting. I think Anya Taylor Joy has a real intensity that that matches the the uh, Charlize Theron character. So. No, I, I I was ten out of ten on this trailer. I thought do, it looked like 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 a million bucks. Uh,
0: do do you have the same level of affection of let's say uh,
2: our friend uh, uh, Scott has when it comes to this movie? The the continent of North America does not have the same collective <laughs> enthusiasm for Mad Max like our dear friend Scott Johnson does. Uh, it it. I, I, but based only on his social media profile, he seems to have been absolutely tickled pink by it. And I can see why it, it looks awesome. There is, there is that element of Fury Road where there was a real under like current of humor that wasn't smirky. It wasn't Marvel, a little help here, jokey. It was just weird and odd in the way that comedy moments in great drama is, but with a level of absurdity of that universe. And uh, this has it immediately. You can just smell it in, in, in the way that the shots are framed.
0: If if, if I were to try to put a, put a pin in it, it it would be um, like, like, A certain level of over the topness, like something can be over the top and that will enhance everything with without reducing anything about the message
2: of it. I think part of it is that everybody's wearing BDSM gear and nobody really points it out. And like there's 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 that weirdness of it. So it's a weird world that has this brutality and calisthenics and theatrics when it is so deadly serious it's oh like you very much believe that any character who falls off a car is going to die gasping in the desert so so the stakes are real but it's also patently ridiculous to look cartoonish
0: at. yeah huh. cartoon
2: yeah but it's, also but also yeah. they look dirty that's the other thing that that is is great it's like it looks cartoonish but in a way that a serial killer who is in a psychotic episode and is singing. Uh, I'm a little teacup is cartoonish. It's, it's scary while also being cartoonish.
1: Last week, we mentioned that top gear was out of production for the foreseeable future at the BBC. And now Amazon has just wrapped up shooting on the final season of the grand tour with the old top gear crew, uh, Jeremy Clarkson and friends and says, that'll be it for the grand tour on Amazon people so, ate cars that's that's what that is yeah means. that's it and also we're retiring cars yeah there are no more
2: cars That
0: that's kind of the question i wanted to ask is like uh this can't be an indictment of like like it's it's not like humanity is tired of awesome things that move fast so what is it an indictment
2: of you want you want my yes I do unifying it's internet literally
0: theory? while you're on the
2: show well no, I only uh, ask a preface because I've, I've made this wandering uh, uh, statement a million times before it, it's that's not where we want to see that content we want to see that content on YouTube we want to see that content on TikTok we want to see that content on Instagram you have a million different people who are only dedicated every day of the week to figuring out a crazy thing to do with a car you want a nitro circus you know run it off a ramp they're doing it all the time you have all the people that are involved with that you have people that are doing high-end stuff silly stuff uh, uh speed track stuff there's so many content creators that are doing it that the you know top gear was a moment in time television still mattered these presenters still mattered to do a credible car show that car fans could really wrap uh, their passion into it mattered. It was going to run as long as BBC, the owner of that franchise, wanted to make them. And Jeremy Clarkson and his crew wanted to do them for money. If both of them are like, eh, that's it for us, then it just means that 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 era is over.
1: Yeah. It'd be interesting to see Clarkson go do a YouTube series. He'll never do it. But I, it's it's an interesting thought experiment to imagine.
2: Yeah. Also, he
0: doesn't have to do it. He already won. How many times do you have to keep dunking on the world? I mean, well, I don't know.
1: I don't know. If, if it's, maybe it's, you like dunking on the world. I mean, what else should he do?
0: Uh, to, uh Let other people tell him. That was a great episode. And run we, run for Prime minister. There's
1: an election car. coming up. Yeah, maybe he'll run for office. Uh, Star Trek Discovery's final season begins in April. Uh, Paramount shared a clip um so that's coming and paramount plus dropped a teaser trailer for season two of halo which is also returning on february 8th um wh-
2: you don't have you gonna- to comment you <laughs> so- don't. And, and, I, and i'm not i'm not
1: <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna comment
0: <laughs> okay you know what N- nor shall i
1: let's look at our buried treasure then you know what they say about Oh no, there's treasure. Yeah. Jeez. Bad treasure. Uh Justin Robert Young, what have you been looking at these days? I watched the first episode of Fargo. Yeah.
0: Oh, dog on it. Is it as good as
1: I oh, hope? So I, I
2: act I sat down on Friday cuz Ash and I were out of things that we like uh, were were watching and I was like, "I don't know what. Let's watch Mad Men. Let's go back and mm. do like a binge watch of Mad Men. Sure, that'll be great. Whenever we're out of things, we can just go back to Mad Men. Uh, and then I went to Apple TV, and there a new John Ham show, a John mm. Ham infused season, a ham flavored season of Fargo. Stared <laughs> me right oh. in the eye, and I was like, ah! It, and God, uh, uh, the reviews I've read on this season are. That it's not groundbreaking, but it's Fargo, and I gotta, I gotta tell you, I just like the flavor. Just
1: pump it into my veins, absolutely,
2: like and I love it. There are th- three,
1: three episodes out, and you've you've only seen the first one. I've always seen the first.
2: I didn't okay. know there were three.
1: Yeah, there's so so far there's three out. Uh, usually, when you hear someone say. Uh, it may not be groundbreaking, but if you like Fargo, it's more Fargo. And that to me sounds like, uh, Hey, uh, maybe it's not your, your thing. Maybe it's not your flavor, but if it is, you'll like it. I feel like with Fargo, you can always tell someone like, if you haven't tried it, just start with this season. Don't try to catch up, just join in. And you can always go watch the old seasons later.
2: Also, it's like the point of Fargo is that it's just these pulp crime stories in Minnesota and North Dakota and all the places where they talk in a in a weird way and they have a a, a very repressed way about them. Well, I don't know about that. Like, like there, it's just amazing. Just whatever. There's people are killing each other, and there's secret pass, and there's money, and there's motives. Oh boy! I didn't even know that there were more episodes. I can't wait to run home and just watch them
1: all. It's it's uh, like going to it's like telling someone like, oh, those later Sherlock Holmes uh, stories. They're they're not that different from the early ones. It's like yeah, yeah. so what?
0: A uh, 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 quick question. Yeah, uh, is this uh, is Noah Hawley still in charge? Oh, yep.
2: he's oh yeah, oh okay. yeah. Okay. written and directed
0: so, uh, here. Uh, uh, that means this is one of the very few shows in the entire universe where I don't care which season you watch. I don't care when you begin. You're going to be happy no matter what. Like just jump in at the beginning of literally any of them because I I can't. Uh, it's 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 like picking your favorite child. You like I can't
2: I can't between uh, all of the seasons. There are some I like better than others. But but to to the point of Tom. I think when it's not, I, I think I've enjoyed every season. The seasons that have not rung as exciting to me are ones where they do try to get over their skis a little bit. And they try to be a little bit more than a great gripping crime tale. And that's what the original Fargo movie was. That's what every season of this show, the best seasons of the show have been just a gripping crime tale where you have. Yeah, usually there's like the one mysterious character uh that's got a little bit of more of a dimension than you might expect. Obviously, I think John Hamm is going to be that character in 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 this season,
1: but I'm in. Yeah. And it also uh, has Juno Temple, who you might know from Ted Lasso as Keely, that is showing that she is an incredible actor because this role is crushes. in no way like Keely. Crushes all. Oh, like
2: she is just. Amazing, delight screen
1: yeah. and media, and and if people don't know, Fargo is not a continuous story from season to season. It all is in the same universe, and there are references to things and characters from other seasons, but you don't have to watch them in order because they didn't come out in order. Uh, they jump around in the timeline of this world that that Noah Hawley has created. Uh, Brian, what have you been watching?
0: Uh, I so 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 uh, we've talked before. About how one of the most curious things in my entire life has been uh, my 10 year old experiencing the Star Trek universe and her journey being by way of lower decks, not knowing any of the references, not having seen a single one of the movies, not having seen any of, you know, just Star Trek Discovery or Picard or what have you, not having seen the original series. To her it's just that awesome cartoon that she loves watching with dad and every so often dad has to press pause and says oh hold on let me go ahead and call up Dharmak Angelata Tanagra and then play this eight minute video or whatever uh, we continue to play that game and she is now wanting to go back through the first season uh, it's it's so good um, at the, on this lap, all I can think of is how excellent the beats are on everything everything from the storytelling beats to the character beats to the uh, reference beats or whatever lower decks Tom it's quite good.
1: I've heard I've heard that and also uh, I would add, experienced that (laughs) like it's yeah i'm with you man it's 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 really really good uh the two things that i will throw out here are uh i went to the theater a friend of mine uh bought tickets and we saw renaissance a beyonce film um i have not seen the taylor swift eras film i have seen other concert films in the theater uh and i thought this was an incredibly well done concert movie. So you see the concert, they cut out some of the songs, but you're basically seeing all the songs. And if you've ever seen those super cuts that fans do, uh, of concerts tours where they cut from like one performance to another. So you're seeing them in different outfits and different stadiums. Yeah. They do that seamlessly. Like it's it's like the movements aren't even jump jump cuts, but she's just changing outfits and changing backgrounds uh, as she sings through the song. So the editing on this is incredible. Uh, And she does what she did with the Coachella uh, movie as well, where there's a lot of like documentary footage in, in the spaces between the performances. So it'll be two or three songs and then cut to her, like backstage talking to somebody cut to her doing an interview, cut to her visiting her childhood home in Houston. Uh, and that stuff was all, all paced really well as well.
2: So the, it's, it's interesting this era, uh, pardon the pun of hmm. uh, uh, of concert films because you have two gigantic megastars and Beyonce and Taylor Swift that uh, have uh, both released movies. Uh, and it was cool to see them support each other as well for, yeah, for yeah. each of the years. But when you look back at the history of concert films, like if you look at like Madonna's truth or dare, there was an element of character building of Madonna because that came at an earlier phase of her career. These are uh, uh, two established stars that are at the peak of their powers so uh, I would be curious, you know, Beyonce is at the point where, where she wants you to actively know less about her. <laughs> She's like, there's like, 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 I, I, I am not, I'm a- not from
1: the look I, in this film. You don't think so? No. Okay. Uh, because it's so If you've seen a concert film, sometimes you go to see a concert film like one of those Fandango events and it's like just the concert. It's well shot and well switched, but it's just the concert. Other times you might see a, a documentary where they're like getting ready for the concert and you're seeing all the things that are leading up to it. This has both. And it has Beyonce talking about her life. There's home video footage that is like stuff that only Beyonce has. And I'm not going to say it's never been shown before because I don't follow her story that closely. Uh, But it's the kind of thing where I'm like, oh, wow, that's like really her uh, as a young girl, like auditioning. That's really her singing for the family. Uh, There's a whole storyline of Blue Ivy uh, wanting to get on stage uh, and perform and how she allowed that to happen and how the comments weren't good and how that motivated blue Ivy to want to do it more. And so Beyonce changed her mind because originally it was only supposed to be one performance. Uh, and then there's, there's like some great candid scenes. There's one, one of my favorite scenes is, uh, Beyonce's talking about dropping a song. They're like producing the set list, you know, before the concert tour actually begins. Uh, and blue Ivy just does a, a little teenage tantrum. It's like, no, you can't drop that song. You have to play those back to back and she she won't shut up. Uh, and beyonce says, honey, let's let's just t- take it down. And it's like, oh this this is just an example of mothering, you know, showing showing how Blue Ivy is excited and how Beyonce handles it well. Cut to beyonce doing the song that blue Ivy was saying you couldn't drop there because we go. she was right. <laughs> so there's lots of lots of very like internal like no more about me kind of stuff. All right. Well, I stand corrected then. I mean, I I don't know. Maybe maybe it's all stuff people are going to be like, "Oh yeah, no, she's talked about all that stuff before." But
2: Oh, no. I, I would be more cynical on the side that it is very, very stage
1: managing There's not nothing. And to- that may be true too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh and then one last thing I want to throw out there cuz I mentioned it before. Castaway Diva on Netflix has finished up. Uh and it was just lovely. Just a, a wonderful show. Uh, if you're one of the people who likes to hear uh, when I like a K drama, uh, and you want to pick it up, uh, definitely pick up Castaway Diva. All the episodes are out now, and it's just a very sweet show. If, if you don't remember, it's the one about a girl who uh, has a, an idol singer that she wants to to be like, and she tries to 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 join a competition to get in the agency with that singer, and then she gets uh, swept away off of a ferry. And- and spends 15 years on a deserted island uh, before she is rescued and comes back and tries to break into the music business again. So that one's called Castaway Diva. Uh, if you got something we should be on the lookout for, email us, cordkillers at gmail.com. Hey, Brian.
0: What? How am I supposed to do that, Tom? <laughs> what, Email? Yes. Uh, Ooh, that's a good question email. I where, mean, what, do I, what do I summon a scribe And I say please send an electronic email To this ad- address
1: I mean in yeah. a way yes I guess you'd need a computer But well, I don't know where you're going to get a computer
0: You know what Actually I, I have been hearing about this where, where can I get one of these computers
1: Doghouse systems What Yeah they're the people that gave you all your computers.
2: Wait, 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 they're, they're I, all I know you
1: got hit by a white truck and time traveled, and now your memories are wiped out. But this yeah. is this is me explaining to you that this room that you've woken up in, those yeah. computers—they're yeah. all from DoghouseSystems.com/slash/rogue, and people used free SSD uh, uh, to get to get a free solid state drive.
0: Oh my gosh! I, 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 did they go to? doghousecomputers.com slash rogue
1: doghousesystems.com slash rogue exactly where they went yeah
0: that's how little I remember I know
1: I know you know but it's all going to come back to you and then you'll realize that you are the heir to the fortune Uh and you'll have to fight a demon or something
2: yep that sounds ominous I'm
1: the demon and <laughs> the demon is Justin now you guys need to fight That's
2: why I shaved the mustache. Uh,
1: Hey, Justin, you remember when you told me I should register freetechnewsletter.com? Yeah. Yeah, I did that. Good. And uh, you can still go there and you can still get a free tech newsletter.
2: I know I do, but I get,
1: yeah. I upgraded. You upgraded to what? To to like, you can pay me at freetechnewsletter.com.
2: Oh, that's the best one. Because, you
1: know, all the simps, they get it for free.
2: You can feel truly powerful if you get Tom's Insights. And let me tell you, I do pay for Tom's uh, uh, free tech newsletter. Explain more.
0: Hold on. Let me get my wallet. And it's
2: it's, it's an absolute luxurious experience. Not only do I get access to Tom's mind on tech news, which I don't know, folks, if you are paying attention, but it's the best in the biz. Uh, But you get a a more expansive outlook on uh tom's way of thinking about stories and i will say without a hint of irony or comedy in my voice there are few people on the planet that i like walking through a story why it matters the context for it and why it's going to matter in the future uh like tom Merritt. and uh you get that so not only do you get a story you also get more content more context more
1: tom free tech newsletter Dot com. Okay. I uh, could have said it myself, but not better.
0: Tom. Yes, brother. Uh, there's one move that is kind of like a kick to the crotch if you're in a comedy partnership, and that's to be totally sincere. And I'm not going to say whether or not Justin Robert Young just pulled that move, but I will say we should move on to scanning the horizon.
1: Scanning <laughs> <Wow>. the horizon. <laughs> according to the wall street journal apple and paramount have had talks to discuss bundling their streaming services apple tv plus and paramount plus at a discounted rate compared to purchasing the services independently of course the discussions are in their early stages it's unclear what shape that bundle might take they're talking about maybe ten dollars for both of them uh verizon will bundle the ad supported tiers of netflix and max for ten dollars a month about a 40 percent discount if you're a verizon subscriber that starts december 7th instacart is bundling peacock into instacart plus that's the service that offers you free unlimited delivery on your instacart orders that are greater than 35 bucks uh but it's uh it's like instacart's really small version of amazon prime because now you'll get free peacock video in there everybody's bundling it's it's bundling season we uh uh what
2: what, what the, the 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 kids call the the colder months cuffing, cuffing season season yeah. That's that's where we're at right yep. now. Everyone's just making any kind of deal they can because they're 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 testing the waters. Apple wants to say, "Look, could we buy Paramount right now?" Yes, we could buy Paramount right now.
1: But let's just test to see. Yeah. It's a what- cold streaming winter coming. Yeah,
2: let's just uh, 10 bucks. You get Paramount, you can watch Detroiters It'll be a fun time. Then you mix in a little Ted Lasso. It'll be it'll be nice. You you do you do the bundle together, and we're Apple. will subsidize it, so so it'll be cheap. We'll we'll have it come in at a certain number. We can get a sense of how many people are into it, and if it's not enough, well, you go ahead and take that snowy mountain and uh, have
1: fun. Huh? I, I'm I'm uh, surprised to see Netflix and Max bundled together by Verizon. That that one's intriguing. Like it, it just shows everybody's bundling.
2: I,
0: I I feel like there used to be a word for this uh, in the before times. It was like you would have everything on just one pipe.
1: Oh, you, you're it- talking about a monopoly that required a cable to be plugged into your your house. It's not the same. I know the joke is that oh bundling, so we're going back to cable. Uh, except uh, you're not locked down to the regional provider that has to run a cable into your your house. So. Are these- these it's are, the best of that old model, right? But not the bad well, parts. No, right right now, these are the new toaster
2: you got for starting a bank account. The, 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 these are other companies. Uh, Apple's a different story. Put them aside for a second. Everybody else that you just saw was another company that was like, ah, eh, we're a thing you probably either want aspirationally, and so we'll put a little sugar on top to make it easier. Uh uh, like like Instacart, or Verizon, look, uh, uh, you got to pick between us, AT&T, and T-Mobile. Here, you can also get access to these other things that you already pay for.
1: I think these are retention plays as much as that, which is, hey, you're an Instacart Plus subscriber. We'll give you Peacock for free. You don't have to do anything. And then when you go to cancel, you're like, ooh, but I have been really enjoying Fresh Prints. Maybe I shouldn't cancel Instacart
2: have, I have been on a canceling binge lately. I've made it a goal that every day I wake up, I do not go to sleep unless I can't take that
1: chicken there. challenge, Brad. Oh boy! I mean,
0: I, 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 you you do know this is like my 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 gospel is is cancel well, everything and yes. then the moment you want it, do it again
2: and then and then sign up again. Absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah. I and ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. It's great. <laughs>
0: All right. Looney Tunes content will not be leaving Max. The collection of classic shorts was included on the list of things leaving the platform by mistake, says Max. However, the live action 2003 Looney Tunes uh, back in action movie will will leave Max on December 31st. So... Haha, you're half right, half wrong.
2: It looks like that
1: cancellation took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Hey, I think Max looked at canceling this and pulling it off and said, you deserve a break today and put it back on. Keeping an eye on what's headed back into production post-strike, work has begun again on Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Uh, The studio posted a first look at Shadow the Hedgehog in celebration. Uh, The Bear, the TV series from uh, FX Hulu, is headed back into production on season three in late February, possibly early March, uh, according to Deadline. Still scheduled for a December 20th, 2024 return. And production resumed on The Sandman season two in London. Finally, Tim Burton and wrapped production finally on Beetlejuice 2 which is headed for an autumn release
0: I got nothing to say on those so I'm just gonna say Deadline says that the boys will get a fourth spin spin-off series called the boys Mexico Blue Beetle writer uh, Gareth uh, Deney Alcocer will <laughs> be the co-showrunner uh, with another to be named. Uh, Diego Luena or, or Luna, Luna. and uh, Gail Garcia Bernal are set to executive produce and are considering taking on acting roles.
1: I mean, good for the boys. They they they're, they're finding audiences for tons of spinoffs. Good for them. Yeah,
2: I, and also just massive. Uh, we're, we're we're to the point now where. I would not be shocked if the next play is movie.
1: Yeah. Like real movie. Like, like really, cause feature. Amazon has MGM. So just like shuttle that thing out in the theaters. I mean, like the are you telling
2: happy? me a, a really, really big Epic
1: Homelander
2: centric? Yeah. That's a good thing,
1: call. You know, and Amazon does respect the window, the shorter window that everybody has agreed to. Not the old 90 day window. Uh, So I could see I could see that working. Uh, Finally, Bob Iger was not the Bob who was in charge of Disney from 2020 to November 2022. And Iger told the Dealbook Summit in New York, I was disappointed in what I was seeing in the transition period while I was out. I worked hard at distancing myself from it. Ouch. Uh, He said Disney's current CEO succession planning is robust right now, said he'll leave Disney in 2026 said ABC is not for sale, that that's all been misinterpreted uh, and cashed a check because a separate story, Comcast president Mike Cavanaugh said Friday that Comcast sent an $8.6 billion payment to Disney, uh, marking the beginning of the process to value Hulu. I guess to value something, you write a check. I didn't know that. Uh, Disney is expected to finish buying out the 33% of Comcast stake in Hulu, probably by the end of January.
0: Uh, 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 the valuing as as I, i'm sure both of you know more than me i mean like that's like basically whatever you buy for a percentage stake implies what you expect the market value to be is that, is that
2: right the, the, this has been the kind of game of chicken that comcast and disney had been playing uh of Disney saying they were not they didn't want to they didn't necessarily want to buy Hulu despite by the fact that they had to buy Hulu at the end of a certain window, but then what price they were going to pay for it. And so this is the process of settling on exactly what that price is going to be, although that there's there's fair estimates out there.
1: yeah, we we covered we covered the process earlier and it's it's uh, each of them get to make a value. Uh, and they, they uh, you know, metaphorically write it on a piece of paper and slide it to each other. And if they're close enough, uh, they'll agree. And if they're not close enough, then they agreed on an arbitrator who will come in and determine the value. Uh, so, so that all made sense to me. It's like, OK, they've agreed to sell it. They've agreed on a method for determining that price of like, all right, we estimate if you sold it on the open market, it'd be worth about this much. You probably think it's a little less. You probably think it was a little more. If, if you're too far apart, we've got somebody who will f- split the difference for you. That all made sense to me. Uh, what didn't? What I didn't know is that it started with a payment of like, well, we know it's going to be more than eight point six billion. So here you go. Uh, that that kicks off the process.
2: Uh, yeah, can I can I ask you a question here, Tom? About Bob Iger? Sure. No more Mister Nice Bob. No this kidding. Guy. Throwing throwing Amos, chain back under the Amos bus before he left. Yeah. In- Oh, he was magnetic. Everybody loved him. The mayor of Hollywood. He did the weather because he was an old weather guy on his way out. Makes the most stunning exit in the history of Hollywood. Only a month before lockdown. Gets the hell out of Dodge. Comes back. Everything's on fire. And, and now no more. Hey, you want? I'm going to sit everybody down in the room. We're going to come out. He was spitting bullets with the strikes. He is knifing his directors on his bomb movies like this is just an absolute mercenary in, in the uh, skin of Bob Iger.
1: Yeah, this is metaphorically he has turned the car around after threatening to turn the car around like the, it's uh, he, he, he he strikes me as somebody who was literally like, as he said, disappointed in what he saw. Who did this? And now he's he's mad that he has to clean it up. But um, that, that is that is boardroom speak for go blank yourself which was said to yeah. bob Iger
2: at that same summit oh
1: well, yeah that's right uh bob uh disney in 2026 getting a new ceo that'll be fun that'll be fun to watch believe not gonna speculate it. believe it when i see it believe it when i see it yep yep there's that part too i mean he won't live forever but maybe he can I don't know uh folks if you want to find out more about how disney was created you're going to want to get world's greatest con uh they just put out two episodes that are delightful they are bingeable just be warned if you start listening to the beginning of one you will listen to both episodes all the way to the end because the way they tell the story is magnificent uh it is captivating and the things you're going to learn are things that you probably thought you knew you didn't uh so go Go check that out if you want more Disney world's greatest con who who's behind that? That's a really good it's a really good series. who's uh, is oh, that yeah, is I, that you
0: I'm'm I'm, I'm the dumb face of it but behind the scenes is the person who really knows how to tell stories. uh Justin
2: well no uh, will how, let, I, let's let, let's give let's give credit to will 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 was uh, really took point. will Saddleberg uh, he was uh, the co-writer along with Brian and co-producer. On on uh, uh, all the episodes, just uh, a phenomenal talent alongside Brian. Uh, this was, you know, I, I think some of some of your guys's best work, absolutely.
0: It it, it also was. Uh, it, we've had some stories on World's Greatest Con where I Brian's already familiar with everything, right? We've had other stories where uh, we we we've live uncovered things this is the first story where it's like okay can, can the three of us just kind of argue about what the real story is and as a result you get something very very special you get very peculiar questions about like why does a roller coaster park have the ability to deal with enriched uranium and on and on and on and on
2: it's, i mean yeah and- we are still watching play out a messy situation that became a political uh maelstrom in florida with the reedy creek improvement district which has now been flipped to a a a advisory board with another name why that happened why the uh, walt disney world area had the right has the right to have its own (laughs) corner to have its own fire department to have uh, the ability to build a a nuclear reactor should they want at least as far as the state of florida is concerned Uh, that's that's all all worked out uh and and we got to tell brian got to tell a great story uh with walt disney as our main character the man and if you have not sunk into stories of the the you know walt disney person
1: the actual human uh I think you're going to really love it. World's greatest cod. Correlation is not causation, but it was so good. Henry Kissinger is no longer alive. Our website love. is cordkillers.com. Our email address is cordkillers at gmail.com. We're live at twitch.tv slash night attack. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. I reckon we'll talk to you next time.
2: Uh, junk,
0: music I swear coming soon